Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Good morning, it's Mary Stone once again on the screen porch and I appreciate you joining me. It is a heat wave, it's 26 degrees, which does feel warm compared to the single digits we've had and the teens we've experienced the last few days. So I, I am actually overly dressed, I can tell you, because I prepared myself after last time, thinking, oh my goodness, I better dress warmly. I just love those bird sounds. Oh, they're so special when you haven't heard them in a while. Hearing the birds sing, especially in the thick of winter, are sounds of hope and happiness, don't you think? And in that light, I'd like to share a special column with you today that came to me after a conversation Kurt and I had over dinner. And it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers and listeners. As I sit to write you, it's Martin Luther King's Day, honoring a great man. In preparation, I dug through the internet maze to learn more about the advocate of equality, looking for a connection to gardens or nature to share with you today. And there is one. But first, a reflection. Over dinner, while discussing today's troubles, I asked, what would Martin Luther King think? He promoted colorblindness in society to bring us all together. We are all people. But now, instead, we're going through growing divisiveness. He wouldn't have wanted that, Kurt said. We've all heard Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous speech delivered at the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom. That was August 28, 1963, by the way. One of the most quoted, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I can actually hear his voice saying it. It was so powerful, wasn't it? and it still is today. But now more than ever, we seem to be falling into the initiatives of disunity and conflict with encouragement to identify ourselves by race, sexual orientation, religion, or nationality. Then there are the protocols of the virus causing more debate and discord. Now comes the connection to gardens and nature I was looking for. I hadn't known until digging through the history of Martin Luther King Jr. that he and his wife, Coretta Scott King, were also advocates against anti-Semitism, which is, of course, the hostility and prejudice against Jewish people. In 2007, a year after the war in Hezbollah, Israel announced plans to reforest land destroyed by rockets and name it the Coretta Scott King Forest, who passed away in 2006, as a living memorial of her legacy of peace and justice. There was already a forest honoring her husband. I took some time to pause and reflect and look upon the vacant nest in the viburnum outside the library. I've shared the story about blue jays once held in disfavor as aggressive birds due to being beaked by one years ago, but I grew to adore them while watching the nest last summer, learning their reputation is not warranted. Sadly, a hawk took the young, and the parents left. As I look upon the nest now in all its beauty, decorated in fluff from last night's snow, Perhaps another family will come and use it this spring. We can't change the rhythms of nature, 
the cycles of predators and prey. However, we can change conflict amongst each other. Each of us can plant seeds of peace and equality. Imagine the roots growing into a forest of magnificent trees. After all, our inherent nature, our human nature, is one of kindness and love. As I share these words with you now, I'm just thinking about, you know, as we walk through our lives, you know, through the time we have here on Earth, the people we run into, the creatures large and small, the trees and the flowers and the plants, even the ocean and the sky, we should see ourselves in them rather than thinking of ourselves as separate. I mean, this is all one world and we're all part of it. We're all one. We're all connected. I don't think a hemlock tree judges an oak tree in the same forest. In fact, trees need each other to thrive, as it was so beautifully written by Peter Hoalabine, author of The Hidden Life of Trees. And I quote, But why are trees social beings? Why do they share food with their species and sometimes nourish their competitors? The reasons are the same as for human communities. There are advantages to working together. End of quote. That is why there are more old trees in forests than living on their own as standalone trees. We talked about that, by the way, in episode 34, titled Forest Bathing, Willowwood Champion Trees. You may want to tune into that episode. There is a 13th century Persian poet named Rumi, said to be the most famous poet, whose writings and wisdom transcends nations and cultural divisions worldwide and has for over 700 years. Rumi put it this way, if you put your heart against the earth with me in serving every creature, our beloved will enter from our sacred realm and we will be, we will be so happy. I end the story that I wrote on Martin Luther King's day with another excerpt from Martin Luther King's famous speech. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And I'm sure he did not mean men. I'm sure he meant people. I'm sure he meant all of us. And here we are so many years later. But we can change that. We can change that. It starts with each of us. It starts with each of us being kind to one another, seeing ourselves in those that we come upon. We are all one. So thank you so much for coming by. I always look forward to our chats on the screen porch. I would love to hear from more of you about your garden stories and nature stories that have changed your life or influenced your life or inspire your life, you can email me at askmarystone at gmail.com and, of course, follow me on the social media. You'll hear about it at the tag. Also, if you haven't yet already, please subscribe so the podcast magically appears in your feed. And you can do that with the column as well so it appears in your email. Anyway, I really, really enjoyed our chat today. Look forward to next time. Thank you so much. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, you are inspiration for all of us still. Thanks so much. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.